Yeah, He's, welcome uh, back, Stu. You can see what the people want. Some of us have been toiling here while you've been off with Mickey Mouse. Welcome to it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Disney trip uh, accomplished. Parent of the year right here. You're looking at him uh, or hearing him. That's me. The thing I like about it is you're mm-hmm. in you're in such debt right now. Mm-hmm. I know there's nowhere you're not going anywhere. Oh yeah, I'm here for the rest you're, of my life. Now. You're here for the rest of your life. There's, you, the mouse there's no way cheap, you're retiring. Man. That uh, you, you know they you think like hey you're going to Goofy's kitchen. Here's a guy who screws up. I mean he's famous for screwing up everything he does. Mm-hmm. It must be a cheap restaurant. No, it's not. Uh, Goofy's Kitchen, very expensive. Very expensive. Yes. It's very interesting how that works. But you're like, hey, you want to take a photo uh, with Minnie Mouse? Sure. Uh, Great. Give us $54.95 then. Yeah. And we'll we'll let you see the picture that we took of you and Minnie Mouse. So you sold your home. Yes. Or do do you just sign it over now? You sign it over to Disney. Yeah, you sign it over to Disney. It's officially part of the park. Yeah, that's great. Uh, That's great. That's great. (laughs) Well, welcome back. We're glad you're here. A lot to talk about. The elections uh, yesterday uh, didn't bode well for... uh, a lot of Republicans. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. So there are elections all over the country uh, yesterday and um, can't figure people out. Just can't figure people out. We'll get to that here in just a second. Also, 22-year-old Instagram star says learning about World War II harms mental health of millennials. Oh, does it, sweetheart? Hmm. I'm going to feel bad for you. But we're going to keep teaching World War II and the Nazis and the gas chambers and everything else. Oh, that sucks. Otherwise, you can just round people up for any kind of reason, because it'll all be new and fresh. Oh, kind of like the new idea of population control, because the Green New Deal isn't enough. So now we need some sort of population control, because 11,000 scientists told us the hour is growing, growing nearer and nearer. We have got to cut the population. Now, the last time that happened, um, Paul Ehrlich was talking about starvation of entire countries. Oh, well, how very Stalin of you. We begin with the election in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Did you know that according to the FBI, on average, a burglary somewhere in the country, every 23 seconds... Two million per year. Here's the interesting thing. 83% of prosecuted burglars have admitted that they specifically look to see if there's alarm in the house. If it's if there is an alarm and it's on, they move to the next house. Most houses don't have an alarm system. Simply Safe can correct that easily. And it doesn't come with any screen uh, strings, any contracts. It's very affordable, and the 24-7 monitoring is only $15 a month and can cover every vulnerable area inside and outside your home with full-time security. Keep your precious cargo safe. Get Simply Safe. Simply Safe with a great deal right now at simplysafebeck.com. Get a free HD security camera when you order. It's a $100 value. You'll have eyes on your home 24-7, video evidence if someone tries to get in. It's your free HD security camera now at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. 
We say welcome back to uh, Stu, who had a uh, vacation with his family in, in Disney, California. Did you see the new Star Wars thing? I did, yeah. Good? It's really cool. Like you, At points, you're sitting, standing in the middle of this area, and you feel like you're just in the movie. Because it's all-encompassing. Like Everywhere you look, it just looks like Star Wars. So that was pretty cool. And um, I, you know, I mortgaged my home, mm-hmm. uh, sold it, uh, sold a couple of the children. You kind of had a fire sale it. on that. I was a little surprised. Yeah. Kids wanted to eat while they were at Disney, too. They yes. Wanted, they a, wanted a big elephant ear. So yeah. Those things are expensive. Yeah, you, everywhere, every time you hear about economic problems, you don't see them at Disneyland. Uh, people no. don't mind spending fifty four ninety five on a corn dog there. Oh, no. It's they fine. They do. No, no, no. They do. I don't think they do. Yeah. I think it's, it's a point where it's just like the American people. You get to a point where you just have to eliminate the idea that finances exist. And if you do that, things seem great. Right? Like there's a, there's a fancy mouse walking around and there's this goofy guy and he's, he's, he seems pretty funny. And there's Pluto. It's a dog and he's cool. And I have no more money. <laughs> and that is this, the, right? This is what happens with the American people. Right? Like you go out and you vote. We were talking about this with Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. This is not California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not New York. Mm-hmm. Texas had ten ballot propositions mm-hmm. uh, you could vote on last night. Yeah. And then they were Texas. They were, they were no. They were they were good. They were good. Ballot. Oh, they were good. And and yeah. you look at it and you're just like, well, is there any way to stop a ballot proposition from passing if you say you're spending money on something, especially if it's something that sounds moderately positive. No, like additional no. tax, uh, additional Texas water development board bonds. Should we be doing that in Texas? Oh, of course, sixty-four to thirty-six gets approved. Hang on, just a second. Mm-hmm. The constitutional amendment, constitutional amendment. These are all constitutional amendments. Uh, providing for the issuance of additional general obligation bonds by the water uh, D- Texas Water Development Board of an amount not to exceed two hundred million to provide financial assistance. For the development of certain projects in economically distressed areas. This is sort of on the back of Harvey, Hurricane Harvey. This would permit the Water Development Board to use bonds for projects in areas of state uh, with greater financial need. That's great. And of course, we got to do that. Of course, we have to do that. Got to do that. 64 to 36. Yeah. Temporary property tax exemption for disaster areas. Again. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, this has been damaged by a disaster. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, there's been an official disaster declaration. Let those people get back on their feet. Let's just cut the taxes. It's a little more spending, a little less revenue in the first couple here. Okay. How about um, prohibiting state income tax on residents? Oh, now, of course. A, don't even have to read it. I uh, know. Yeah. Well, you don't. You want to prohibit. So the answer is actually yes. This was a big confusing thing that was going in down to the, uh, to the line of the vote. But uh, if you want to prohibit the state income tax, you want to vote Yes. yes. Right. Uh, so it's a little confusing, but right. y- the, the constitutional the, amendment mm-hmm. prohibiting the imposition of an individual income tax, including a tax on an individual share of partnership or unincorporated association income. The answer is, yeah, I don't want any income tax right. in the state of Texas. We don't have state income tax now. I, and this is a constitutional amendment saying we'll never have it unless you amend the Constitution. Which so is not that hard. Apparently not that hard. Yeah. Uh, very, I don't know why it's 70. It's, it's not 70 percent. This should be this should be two thirds of the state to amend a constitution. Right. This is just 50 percent here in yeah. Texas. So that one passed 77 to 23. Mm-hmm. How about sporting goods sales tax to fund parks wildlife and historical agencies of course well those are good things so therefore the answer is yes we're hunters and we want to make sure that we take care of our state parks and our wildlife are you anti 
park? Yeah. Is that a position you're taking? You're anti-park? No. Well, 13% of the evil people here in Texas did take that position. 13%. 13%. 87 to 13. Which was was the final vote on that one. How about increasing bonds for cancer prevention and research institute? Now, look. Do Do you want cancer? Do we want cancer? Of course we don't want cancer. Nobody likes cancer. Cancer bad in all circumstances but uh here's the thing uh 64 to 36 for more money for it so now we've if you've noticed the pattern here and it's this is the california problem it's the same problem in california same Mm -hmm. problem in texas the same problem with everywhere that has these these constitutional amendments where the average person can go vote on them instead of a representative democracy Mm -hmm. uh representative republic Mm -hmm. uh, like we were given initially Mm -hmm. you can vote for no taxes and all the spending what well, a one, like, that's like uh, that's a great way to do it it's like going to disneyland yeah right you can go as long as you don't care about all this but you can get all the pictures you want with minnie mouse she's just going to charge you 54.95 every time the, the flash just don't goes look off. at it don't worry about it yeah don't worry, worry about, about later. the account someone else will pay it down the road right how about increasing the increasing distributions to the state school fund? Wait, kids? It's got school. It's got school in it. Of course we need that money. Right. 73 to 27. Mm-hmm. How about a creation of a flood infrastructure fund? Oh, well, we, we need, need one of that. those. Of course. That sounds good, right? You want flood if there's going to be a flood. You need, you need infrastructure. infrastructure to go against it. So right. that passes 76 to 24. Another property tax exemption for precious Actually, metals. hang on just a second. That is actually the, the one that I look at and go... That one probably should. Constitutional amendment providing yeah. for the creation of flood infrastructure fund to assist in the financing of drainage, flood mitigation, and flood control projects. A lot of this stuff came on the back of Hurricane Harvey, which yeah. hit Houston so yeah. b- badly and, and, and all over Texas. Yeah. If, the, I, I think the, if problem, the people in New Orleans would have done this, it wouldn't have been so bad. But they never did it. Right. Yeah. And here, But here's the issue. There's not anything on this list that you'd look at and say... Oh, well, we can't we don't need we don't need to fund cancer research. There's nothing on here where you no, say correct. it's a bad idea. Correct. Of course you want all those things. But that's the problem. When government offers all those things, the people take all those things. And the same thing goes for the taxes. Of course people don't want to pay extra taxes for all these things. Yes, they want they see tax exemption in one of these things, they're gonna vote for it most of the time. Um, you know, I it's almost impossible to find something with the word school or cancer or health or floods or disaster in it that will not pass in one of these situations which is why our founders kind of said you know what isn't a good idea is having all of our uh you know expenditures being designated and doled out through votes uh through democracy this is this is this was the plan from the progressives you didn't do this before. You had yeah. a representative democracy or republic. Yeah, you hire, you have an election. You hire someone who's supposed to be good at what you're asking them to do, and then they go in there and they figure the stuff out, and then you vote them in or out of office. Right, but you couldn't get them to do the things that progressives wanted, so they started in California, and they went directly with these kinds of things for a direct vote because we all love democracy. Well, democracy gets you California democracy is getting us this so you you look through all of these yes on all of the spending and any of the taxes are no including property tax exemption for precious metals in depositories (laughs) now we just built in texas a massive depository for gold we got all of our gold back from the federal reserve so all of that gold that texas held gold that went now into some underground vault 
that has been built. So Texas has its all gold, has all of its gold. Now listen to this. It's a constitutional amendment. Tell me why people voted yes or no for this. The constitutional amendment authorizing the legislature to exempt from ad valorem taxation precious metals held in a precious metal depository located in this state. I I would guess that less than 1% mm-hmm. knew what ad valorem meant. Right, even though even though what it means. Yeah, don't even know. It could be like a property well, tax, or an excise from, tax. Well, I don't really like ads. I think they should be commercial free. <laughs> commercial free gold from ad valorem taxation. Right. Basically, it's a it's a property tax. You know, a million people voted on this. Did 10,000 know what ad valorem meant? No. No. No, right? No, it's, which is why it was close. It was, uh, <laughs> yes, 54, no, 46, because people were like, ad valorem, that sounds fancy. I don't know. That's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like those. Who's, who's, who's writing this thing? Someone's speaking a different language. Therefore, yeah, I'll vote no. They're tricking us. Well, I think, honestly, the only thing there that saves that one and makes it close is it sounds like precious metals. It sounds like rich people. Mm-hmm. So people are, are are willing to vote against it, but mm-hmm. the bigger issue here, I think, is something we've all vilified as it's terrible. We should all be pragmatic. We should all be. Uh, we should all just. I just want to. I just care about what's right. I'm not ideological. I don't have an ideology. These ideological, the lo- ideological people are the problem. No, an ideology is simply a group of beliefs and policies that, and this is important, work together. So if you believe in lower taxes, what you're saying is, I want a smaller government that does less. If you believe in, uh, I, uh, in all uh, excessive spending, then you need to believe in higher taxes to pay for it. What we get are people who don't want to pay any of the taxes, but do want to pay for all the free stuff. Which side is ad valorem on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. Because that's, what, that's well, the one him. I'm against. Okay. That's the one I'm against. Okay, yeah, he seems uh, bad. May I, may I just point out one more thing? Yes. I'd like to see the Constitution of Texas because it, it's a really crappy Constitution. And I don't like to take on Texans on their Constitution. But Proposition 10 is a constitutional amendment yeah. mm-hmm. to allow the transfer of law enforcement dogs to qualified caretakers in certain circumstances. The long Constitution. That, when your Constitution is covering dog handlers... I don't know if it's a constitution anymore. It's more just a rule book, you know, that we... A list of stuff I want. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's all. It's almost like Santa's list at that what, point. What, you don't like police dogs? You want them to just be destroyed? Is no, that what you I, want? I want all those gold-holding police dogs that have cancer to die in a flood. That's what Wow. Yeah. You would have voted no on a lot of this stuff then. <laughs> yes, I would have. They should all be paying higher taxes. Income taxes. Now, let me tell you about Gary. Gary's a guy you'd expect to see in a health food store, checking to make sure that things that he was about to eat were all good for him. You might see him at the gym doing his daily workout regimen and, you know, with the kind of enthusiasm that everybody really likes and I piss me off. But this is what you would expect. You wouldn't expect him to have massive pain. First, it was in the shoulders, then the knees, finally in the lower back. It got so bad that eventually Gary wasn't sure he was able to even exercise anymore. Oh, what a dream come true, Gary. He was drawn to Relief Factor because it wasn't a drug. 
all of the ingredients were botanical, and that is what appealed to Gary, and that, and the fact that, you know, it might relieve his pain. As it turns out, Gary got his life back, and so can you. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain. It works for 70% of the people who take it. It only costs nineteen ninety-five to start with their three-week quick start trial. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, do what I did. Do what Gary did. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. Well, it looks like Matt Bevan, who was uh, our guest yesterday, Matt Bevan lost uh, in the gubernatorial race. He, he has not conceded yet, though, has he? No, as of uh, at least as of uh, this morning, yeah, he had of... not. Uh, it was, I mean, it's a very close race. It was a few thousand votes. And it looks like he wants to see a recount, which is, I think, within his right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, usually something, an election with several thousand votes does not normally get overturned mm-hmm. but it's within that range where why not look at it again it's it's an important decision yep i don't you know kentucky i think is going to regret uh this election in the in the future uh, but you know this is it's it's this not an easy what, terrain for th- republicans this is what right happens now. when you you hire somebody and they put you on an austerity diet. Yeah. It's exactly the thing we were just pointing out. Yeah. If you do the thing that I'm advocating, you lose elections. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. If you go out and you say, you know what? Actually, people, we can't give you all the free, uh, uh, all the free funds and all the free school spending and all the free things. You know what? You can't really have all of that. You can only have a little bit of it. When you say that to people, they say, oh, okay, well, get out of here. There's the door. You see it? That's, you can have all that. You can have the whole door. Walk through it. It's really cool. The district I live in, the school district I live in, they wanted even more money. And I'm like, what do you want? You want a helipad for the kids? What do you want? I mean, it is insane. It's insane how you can just say kids and school and... Pass anything. Pass anything. Anything. I've never seen one fail. That puts that in there. I've never in my life seen it. Now, I'm sure it's happened. No, it's... It, but well, I've the, never seen it in the place is, I've lived. We should be starving these schools to death for money only because they're not working. They're not working. Mm-hmm. Our our school systems and our educational standards are the lowest they've ever been. Our test returns, lowest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. People don't even know our history. We should be starving these schools to death. And look, all of the, so much more of this should be private. In yes. a country like the United States, it should be much more private. Like, if, even if you have a system of public schools, it should be a fallback option uh, for places that need it, not the only option and the main thing people go to. I mean, we should be looking at this as we should. All these things like school vouchers used to be important policies that Republicans uh, pushed for and were very popular, by the way. Uh, but. You know, we've those things have been abandoned. It's because of the teachers' unions. Yeah, I, I think the and teachers. That was one of the things. That Bevan was one of the reasons why he maybe oh, yeah. he lost just no, because no, no. he went after teachers' unions. Yeah, and it was all about the kids in school. Yeah, everybody. Oh, we got to take care of the kids. Got to take care of education. You don't think Matt Bevan wants to take care of, uh, of kids in education? Of course, it's a failing system, and you are you are. And I, let me tell you something. If a teacher likes being told exactly what to do in every situation in every classroom 
They're not, they're not meant to be a teacher. They're really not. I want the teachers who think out of the box. I want teachers to have their own control. I want teachers to be able to come and find a different way to teach. But all of these teachers are told you have to teach exactly this and exactly this way. Have we not learned some anything from every Robin Williams movie? I mean, this is essentially his entire career was built on. He was a doctor with a red nose. Was, yeah, I'm doing surgery differently. I close my eyes and I do it with a with a horn in one hand. And like, I was like, ah, it sounds like a terrible idea, but he did it differently. And then there was, a, you know, he was he was always in front of a class. A dead Poet Society was not yep, him too. Yep. yep. Or, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything differently. All the rules, you throw them out the window, and I'm going to be funny for about 12 seconds in this movie, even though you're expecting it to be a comedy. <laughs> uh, that. That's real, right? I mean, yes. there is, uh, and yes, uh, some structure is good, of course. But, you know, these are people who are trying to create. I mean, they're, good teachers can engage a kid's mind because they're creative. They're giving them a different way of thinking of things. They're excited about and it. every kid is different. And if you don't capture their imagination, especially in today's world, you got nothing. Yeah. You got nothing. They're going to be on TikTok in five seconds, you know, watching some stupid video of a person running into a wall. And that's going to win most of the time unless you're really unless you really engage teachers. And how people don't think that our local systems should be empowered to work this all out. I mean, what is it? Schools get three percent of their money from the federal government, something like that. And it's like 80 percent of the paperwork. Hmm. For federal government. I mean, it's it's insane. One of the best principals around, uh, I read this story about a principal who spends all of her day just filling out all the paperwork saying to the federal government, yeah, we're doing all that even though they're not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, the federal government is making people lie to be able to have a better school. It's just insane. It's insane. It doesn't work. Why are we... Why do we keep voting for more? We keep giving them more money, and the scores keep getting worse and worse and worse. What are we doing? I wouldn't want that to happen to us, you know, as radio hosts. I wouldn't. I want to be the guy who could break the rules, like, you know, Good Morning Vietnam, something like that, where you're just the one DJ that's breaking the rules of the military because this is the only role I ever do, and no one ever noticed it. And now I'm dead, and people are just starting to pick it up. You're listening to Glenn. I don't. I think you might be the only one. Yeah, okay. that that American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Managing your debt and managing your investments. Those seem to be opposite ends of the financial spectrum, but they're not. The one thing that very often ties them together is a home mortgage. And here's the honest truth. Mortgages and mortgage finances are very complex. More importantly, they're not always advisable. So who do you trust to give you good advice about mortgages? May I suggest American Financing? Give them a call today, and in 10 minutes, they will know where you're at and where you need to be. Now, here's the best part. They'll tell you about it. There are no contracts, no upfront fees. Just the people who want to work to ensure that you're going to make the best, soundest financial decision you can. So here's some advice. Find 10 minutes out of your day today and give them a call. You'll thank me later. It's American Financing. 1-800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or AmericanFinancing.net. 
So let's say you were at Disneyland and you might have missed the second special on Ukraine. Well, you can watch it all this week at blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn and get 10 bucks off. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're just, uh, we're, as uh, Pat said, bitchifying uh, just a little bit about uh, the elections uh, yesterday and really local referendums. Because if you voted yesterday, I'm sure your state and your area did exactly the same thing. Yes. Vote for all kinds of new stuff, but no new taxes. taxes. Oh, Except for the bonds, which those are just free That's money. A bond. That's the a bond tax. is a free, okay, free here's the money. first thing. Okay, for, here's the first thing. As we discussed earlier, mm-hmm. no Latin in any of the measures. Okay, <laughs> yeah, like no Latin. Uh, ad valorem was in yeah. one of yeah. the. And nobody knows what ad valorem means. Just say it's a property tax. Okay, ad valorem. Next thing, bonds should not be called bonds anymore. It should call them what they are. Should the people of the town take out a loan that the people are then responsible for paying, Mm -hmm. should Mm -hmm. they give that money in Mm -hmm. taxes Mm -hmm. to the city (laughs) so they can do whatever? Everybody's like, oh, a bond. Oh, sure. Sure, I'm going to vote for for a bond. That's a magic device. They make you feel so guilty about it. It's like, uh, have you seen little Timmy's classroom? Little Timmy's classroom has the 905 freight train to Oklahoma City go through the middle of it every single day. (laughs) They have to stop the first grade arithmetic class every day because the train is rumbling through their classroom. And then you go and you, you see Little Timmy's classroom and you realize he's in a school that's a mile and a half long. That has four arboretums and three fifty thousand seat football stadiums. Okay, now what Little you do? Little Timmy's doing really well. Okay, here's the difference: there are places where it. where schools are are just nightmares. Texas not is one not one of those no. places. We've got beautiful schools that are beautiful. Beautiful staffed. schools. I went to. I went. To, I don't know what it's like now, but I went to Seahome mm-hmm. High School in Bellingham, Washington, and it was a fine arts school that was a really good school like really nice okay really nice mm-hmm. i go to i go to schools around here and it's like it's the slums oh my yeah. it's like i'm expe- i'm expecting like jj jackson to come out and go mm-hmm. dynamite it looks like it stopped in the slums in 1973 mm-hmm and you're like, whoa, what? What is this? Saying the the old, the school you went to, the school I went to, looks to like it was now. just a horrible, you know, inner city nightmare. And luckily, the, there's plenty, as you point out, plenty there's plenty of, of bad those. schools, and those schools, and we we should, you know, there is there is an acceptable level, mm-hmm. but there's also an acceptable level on the upside where you where you're saying, uh, can we stop now? Mm-hmm. Can we stop? Yeah. They Yesterday, don't need four arboretums, yes, and that's real in in a school here in Texas. That's real. Yesterday, they just passed another $315 million bond for the school district. And then- a close, eight, Was it a close vote? Uh, yeah, it was like 70 to 30. Okay, really oh, tight. Wow. Yeah, really tight. tight. Mm-hmm. And they passed it, I think in a larger margin, the $825 million bond for the county uh, community college. 
So $1.1 billion in new bond money that we're gonna that we're responsible for. And I don't know if people think that's just magic money. They do. They, 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 do. they it, don't know. It passes every time. Yeah. It passes every single time. And the next year, they'll come back to us again. And they'll say, well, it's for the children. Don't you love the children? You don't love the children like we love the children. But you know children. what? The space doesn't, the space doesn't matter. The space does not matter. You want it to be acceptable. The teachers matter. Yeah. You want it to be safe and clean. And you want the curriculum to be decent. Right. You, uh, you want the curriculum and the teachers. Yeah. yeah but, like, I mean, just yeah. the basics. Like, for example, when you take out a loan, you need, you need details of that loan. If I were to say to you, hey, do you want to take out a $30,000 loan for a car? That's not enough information. How long of time, how much time do I have to pay it back? What is the interest rate on this loan? Yeah. What happens if interest rates go up uh, around the world? Does, does our, is ours adjustable? Is it going to fly up as well? Don't you, you never have those details? What does it cost? Never. What does it cost me every year? Right. What does it cost? What does it me? cost me every year? All those things should be included in. I love. I love your idea of of changing the language, and that's a constitutional amendment you could actually probably do from now on. In, in constitutional amendments, the word bond will be replaced by loan taken out by the taxpayer, and see how many of these things start passing. Because mm-hmm. I bet a lot less of them do, but they intentionally word them this way so that people are like, well. The question comes down to fundamentally, do I like schools or not? That's mm-hmm. how people are actually answering these questions. Yeah. Do I like schools? And does it do make I you like feel cancer? Good? Well, no, I don't like cancer, so I want to stop it. So I'm going to fund the cancer support. What, what, are the, what, are the, what is the accountability on these things? It, it, do I find out later on if it worked? Did we cure cancer? Because I've, <laughs> I've, I've paid for about five million oh, by the way, bonds by the to way, cure cancer, and I'm pretty no, sure no, no. it's still around. Hang on, just a second. This was an update. That cancer one was an update. You were already giving three, <laughs> three million dollars or three billion dollars. I don't. I can't even billion, trillion, million. They're all such huge numbers now. I. They're all interchangeable to me. Yeah, this, no. For the very first mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. I really understand when people say. Uh, well, there's such a big number, you really can't get your arms around. I don't know how many times I say million, billion, trillion, and I'm not sure which category yeah. it's in. I just know it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. right? I mean, I, I, you know, they mm-hmm. do that thing. And there's like, a huge difference between million, billion, and trillion. <laughs> right. and they always do this thing where they're like, it's a 1.9 billion with a B. That no longer is even effective to me anymore. Like, no. I, so... A billion dollars, like it's like a minute of spending. Yeah, a minute, and no one knows what we're getting. Like, do we go back and look at these schools and say, "Oh well, this school at least improved in this area"? Oh, Five years no. later, we we spent two hundred thirty million dollar nope. bond uh, for yeah. your school. What'd you get? Well, what you got was likely a better sports stadium or a more or, or more iPads for the kids in kindergarten. So, wouldn't that be important information? Let's say on the cancer thing. Okay, you've been spending three million billion or trillion <laughs> every year, every year since the last time you voted. Now we want to double that, and we want to make that six million trillion or billion. We don't know which. <laughs> Shouldn't it say, "Hey, we invested every year three billion dollars, and this is what we got for it"? And would you like to uh, continue with that? 
or would you like to uh, add more because these are the things that we can do? Well, that would be count- called accountability. And right. there is nobody, no such thing. Nobody no. wants to be accountable. Nope. I remember, Pat, you coming in here and saying, you know, the school board election is up and, 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 and this is going on. And you were quoting all these details. And I thought you were an alien. Like, you're the only person in America who knows who's being elected to these school boards or whatever it was. I don't remember what the election was at this point. Uh I mean, there are deeper analysis into this stuff, and they'll show you all the details, but literally no one reads them. So you just go in there, and it becomes a fundamental question. Do I like schools? Do I not like schools? people know where to find them. Right. And they they certainly don't want to tell you about it. They don't advertise it. They don't say, hey, if you really want to be informed about this bond issue, the <laughs> $1.1 billion you're spending, yeah. uh, go here and look at this these details. They don't do that because they don't want you to know. And frankly, if this they is why did, we still wouldn't look. We right? still wouldn't That's look. That's probably true. Look, this it's is why true. our founders knew democracy doesn't work mm-hmm. because you do stuff like this. You don't know. Look, you're busy. You're doing all kinds of stuff. That didn't I, didn't I just vote for that guy so his life can suck by looking at those numbers all day? <laughs> That's what I hired him to do. Yeah, and a good example of that is was I think it was the first issue on our ballot in our area that was it was something like Are you for judges? To yeah, yeah. Be, are you okay with judges having multiple judge Districts. jobs? Yeah. No. I, I, first of all, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. What does right. that mean? Is it a part-time job that he has now and he wants to do another part-time job? Is it a full-time job and he wants to do two of them? Is there time enough to do both? I have no idea. Uh, see, I, I don't know. I go no on that because <laughs> I, I my assumption was... No idea. So does that mean he could also be voted for in another district? So right. is my judge vote going to be diluted because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Dallas know County that. could be able to vote for him or not vote for him. And so then I'd have their crappy judge telling us what to do. Right. And I people, mean, I had no idea. People look at it sort of as it's worded almost like it was like a power grab, right? Like some judge mm-hmm. can now be over this big area. So that one is the only one that failed. Yeah, I believe it yeah. was the only one that failed, and I don't even 10. know what it really entailed. Yeah, it, it, I don't know that anybody does. Do they? A constitutional amendment permitting a person to hold more than one office as municipal judge at the same time, if passed, this would allow elect- elected municipal judges to serve in more than one jurisdiction. Currently, only judges who are appointed to their posts are allowed to do this. Well, that's, I mean, I, I, do you, could you possibly even swallow more information? <laughs> I, it's so easy to understand. No, that's too detailed. Okay, that's, that's too way much. too much. <laughs> hey, should we do something with judges? <laughs> All right. <wait>. No. <laughs> no. What? Oh, I don't want judges to be in too many areas, so no. Right? Like, like, I don't uh, want them to okay. be in too many areas. <laughs> like, they should stay in their fence. <laughs> don't we still have a pen for those people? The dogs have a <laughs> fence around them. Why not judges? Uh, thanks. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, get the podcast. Everywhere podcasts are available. Oh, I can't wait to talk to you about the new Green Deal idea. Oh, it's so good. You're going to love it. I mean, unless you're human. Unless you're human. Um, all right. Good intentions. I wish we lived in a world where good intentions were a given. Be nice to think that everyone out there only had the collective good in mind when they go about their daily business. But sometimes the road to hell is pad, uh, is paved with good intentions. And a lot of times people don't have good intentions. 
Anybody who work at, works at a bank or a credit union for any length of time will tell you that cyber criminals tend to prey on the people who have the least ability to defend themselves against identity threats. Whether it's an elderly person who doesn't know his or, or her way around the Internet or just somebody who isn't careful enough with information, the successful cyber criminals out there are going after them first. You don't have to be one of these people. LifeLock defends and alerts you about a wide range of identity threats. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. And LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. Act now and get an extra 10% off the first year with promo code BACK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK. Call them now, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or visit lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save an extra 10% off your first year. That's lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. Uh, Matt Bevan uh, losing in Kentucky, I think, is a very bad thing. People of Kentucky decided they they didn't uh, they didn't like him, I guess, um, you know, going after the spending on on schools and very he went close after the unions. And he has not uh, conceded it yet. We should point right. out. Um, but uh, he was running a campaign, basically a referendum on Donald Trump. And he shouldn't have done that. Well, I don't know if people have noticed this in the Republican Party. The Donald Trump thing seems to work only for Donald Trump. Right. Which is, of course, understandable because he's Donald Trump, right? But it, this He's I- unique. He is, you know, the same thing happened with uh, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama could win an election, but people that were trying to be Barack Obama, uh, they would lose. Yeah, it doesn't seem to work for anyone else outside of Donald Trump. And that that's not a knock on Trump. It's a knock on Republicans, instead of just being themselves, trying to emulate what they think the thing of the day is. Oh, everyone likes Donald, you know, Donald Trump's the Republican guy now. We need to be just like him. You should be yourself, mm-hmm. right? You don't need to be like Donald Trump. Let, let Donald Trump be like Donald Trump. He's mm-hmm. pretty good at defending himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's noticed this. He's really quite, he's he's kind really of quite good. Yeah, really let, quite good. Let him be him. I have to tell you, I think this Donald Trump uh, impeachment thing is going to turn around on the on the Democrats. And I think it's going to turn around hard. Do you? Because right, I, I mean, do. I, you know, you know, the 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 uh, the whistleblower thing. You know, we all know the name of the whistleblower now. We know who it is, but the media won't. Uh, won't verify it. Everyone in Congress knows who this person is. And this person is uh, a diehard political operative Mm -hmm. that we now think that that's who Lisa Page and uh, Peter Strzok were talking about, you know, in those love letters. Yes. And at one point they're like, hey, um, should uh, should we send quotation marks charlie in well i don't know charlie we can't let him be found out and him being in that room so many times will it seem suspicious blah 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 we now think that was the whistleblower Mm. we now think that he was working with them that's interesting i mean this this whistleblower thing 
it it all starts to come apart. But the whistleblower thing, help me with this a little bit. The whistleblower thing, what did the whistleblower actually do? The whistleblower told us, essentially, let's just, you know, give the media's case here for a second. The whistleblower informed us that Donald Trump made this call about Ukraine, right? And so, and, and accused him of maybe a quid pro quo as, uh, as, as it was related to this. Since that has happened, we got the transcript of the call that Donald Trump made to Ukraine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in which we can read all for ourselves and analyze how we wish. So but it's, it was, it's yes, not... it tipped off the beginning of this, but we now know... Yeah, but it the whistle what was in the call, right? But the whistleblower was part of the the deep state. This whistleblower worked with uh, what was her name? The Taco Bell Chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> now I want with, another Chalupa. Worked with Chalupa, mm-hmm. so he was working, you know, in the Obama White House, bringing all of these, uh, you know, AGs from over in Ukraine into the White House. To have the meeting of what can you dig up on Donald Trump, that's him working right. with Chalupa. So he he wasn't he he was uh, worried about this is the case of the chalkboard. They're not worried about Joe Biden. They're worried about being found out for all of the other stuff that they were doing. They didn't want anybody looking into was there election fraud going on with the DNC. Uh, were they using uh, operatives in Ukraine? Did they orchestrate all of this stuff about Russia and Donald Trump? Did they orchestrate it from Ukraine? And I think that's all really important, right? Um, and that's why we've been doing all these specials. Another special on tonight, blazetv.com, uh, promo code Glenn. But isn't it one of those things where the identification of the whistleblower is less important than the stuff we were finding out about the entire operation? Uh, no, because he is, when you name him, then you put him in right in the center of it, and it blows anything that he said about, oh, well, I was worried about this. It just blows it all apart. You're listening to Glenn Beck. We're going to talk to you about the new Green Deal. Um, it's not going far enough for 11,000 scientists. They're saying we need dramatic action uh, and, uh, you know, eating less meat and shifting to new re- renewable energy uh, is seconds. not enough. We need to start eliminating some humans. Oh, this is going to end up great. It's going to be swell. Also, who is Eric Carmella? Who is that? I don't even know. Nobody knows the name of Eric Caramella. Nobody. Not Joe Biden. Uh, not Chuck Schumer. Not Nancy Pelosi. Of course, the media knows Eric Caramella, and it's been printed in in uh, online several times. It's important that you know who Eric Caramella is, but nobody wants to say the name Eric Caramella. Well, I'll. I'll think it through and see if I'm willing to say Eric Caramella next. Careful. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Stu, how do you pronounce the how do you pronounce the name Caramella? 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 Uh, are you talking about the uh... the whistleblower? Oh, I thought you were talking about the candy bar, Car- Caramello. No, no. Caramella. Caramella. Eric Caramello Car- is the candy bar. Right. Can- Caramel. 
yeah. chocolate delicious. Right. No, this is Eric Caramella. Mm. Car- Caramel- Caramella. Is I he, think is he I, the heir to the Car- Caramello? I'm not really. Sh- I'm not sure, <laughs> uh, but I think you know we're not supposed to say the name. Apparently, nobody knows the name Eric Caramella. Uh, and that's the whistleblower, and nobody wants to reveal. Nobody in Congress has the guts to reveal Eric Caramella's name, and and Eric is at home right now, going, "Geez, I hope somebody doesn't say Eric Caramella on the air, because that will blow my whistleblower status." Uh, and gosh, I, I, you know, I don't want Eric Caramella just being said all the time, because that would hurt Eric Caramella, the whistleblower. Who we don't know who it is, Eric Caramella. I'm going to think this through, and I'm going to come back to you in a second. I'm not sure if I'm going to say Eric Caramella or not. Rand Paul is almost, he's hes getting close. He's like, I'm going to say the name. And Chuck Schumer says, well, if you even know the name, you should come to me privately because I don't know Eric Caramella. <laughs> and uh, we'll think about that, and we'll get back to you in just one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that if you're listening to me, you probably have a lot of the same values that I do. And then again, you might be listening to me and your name's Eric Caramella and you don't have any of the values that I have. But I'm going to guess, like me, that you're not particularly happy uh, when you know that the money you're spending is going to corporations that fund things like Planned Parenthood and La Raza. I'm sure Eric Caramella doesn't have a problem with that, but maybe you do. Sometimes it can't, genuinely cannot be helped. There's so many things that you can strenuously avoid in your daily life, but other things you just can't. With your mobile phone service, you can avoid having your money go to fund Planned Parenthood. Big mobile companies subsidize the leftist causes that erode our values, our rights, and our country. Patriot Mobile is the only cell company donating to the causes that you and I both believe in. (laughs) Eric Caramel is not going to sign up for this. But he's a whistleblower, I think. That's why we made the switch here at The Blaze. So have a ton of patriots just like you. Join me and the thousands of others, other Americans using a U.S.-based Patriot Mobile today. Eric Caramella need not apply. Get reliable nationwide coverage with unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $25 a month, plus free activation on up to two lines with the offer code BECK. Call. We were thinking about using the promo code Eric Caramella, but it's hard to spell. Uh, so we just went with Beck. Call 877-367-7526 or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Beck. That's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. I wrote Charamella. Charamella. I'm getting this in now. Eric Charamella. Yeah, Charamella. It is like a Eric Charamella in the morning. Eric Charamella at night. That doesn't quite work. I'm writing. I'm working on a song uh, called Eric Charamella, or Caramella, or Caramel Mallo. I don't. I don't. Mm. I'm not. Maybe that's why they don't want the name out because. You know, confuse it with a candy bar. They don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not really sure. Could it be the media is just holding this back because they don't want to pronounce it wrong? It could be. It could be that. Could be. Mm -hmm. Doubtful, 
but could be. In about three years, we're going to get a great video of like an ABC news anchor mm-hmm. saying how they had this whole Eric Jaramella story down, and they wouldn't let us go with it. Wouldn't let us go with it. Wouldn't let us go with it. I had every aspect mm. of this lockdown. Now, here's the game that's being played on Capitol Hill. Now, listen to Rand Paul. Here's Rand Paul yesterday being stopped by a reporter asking, what are you, what are you doing? You can't release his name. Here it is. The whistleblower laws, though, they protect a whistleblower. You know it's illegal to out a whistleblower. You see, you got that wrong, too. I mean, you should work on the facts. Here's the thing is, the whistleblower statute protects the whistleblower from having his name revealed by the inspector general. Even the New York Times admits that no one else is under any legal obligation. The other point, and you need to be very careful if you really are interested in the news, is that the whistleblower actually is a material witness completely separate from being the whistleblower because Mm. he worked for Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. He worked for Joe Biden at the same time Mm -hmm. Hunter Biden was receiving $50,000 a month. Mm -hmm. So the investigation into the corruption of Hunter Biden Mm. involves this uh, whistleblower because he was there at the time. Mm. Did he bring up the conflict of interest? Was there discussion of this? What was his involvement with the relationship between Joe Biden and the prosecutor? There's a lot Mm. of questions that the whistleblower needs to answer. Yeah, there's a lot. And it kind of falls apart once... You know who Eric Caramella is. Once you know who Eric Caramella is and you see all the connections, then you're like, oh, we should say the name Eric Caramella. Now, I don't. Or Caramella. Or Caramella, Mm -hmm. whichever it may be. I'm not sure. I'll take it from him. That's the one thing I'll take from him. (laughs) I'd like to know. Would you believe him if he told you how to pronounce his name? I I don't know. I would need a second source. (laughs) I would need a second source. You can't ban words and names by law coming out of a regular citizen's mouth that's not the way the listen to the country operates listen to me listen to me (sighs) you we don't know even chuck schumer play the chuck schumer uh, conference yesterday he said he doesn't even know the name of the whistleblower the calls to make public the whistleblower's identity mm-hmm. are despicable. despicable. The whole purpose of the whistleblower law uh-huh. was to protect people when they had the courage to come forward. Mm-hmm. This whistleblower is obviously coming forward because he was so concerned about where President Trump was leading America. And every uh-huh. single Republican senator, including the Republican leader, ought to denounce this. This has nothing to do with answering questions about the status of impeachment or the status of the trial. This has to do with what America is all about and a law that was passed in a bipartisan way. Whistleblowers should be protected, Mm -hmm. period, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And no one knows who he is, or if you do, you should let me know. Nobody knows who Hmm. he is. Nobody knows who he is. Everyone Everyone knows who he is. This is the biggest lie. Everyone knows who the whistleblower is. And the reason he's being protected is because you ask him any question. You just look at his job history and it confirms everything on our blackboard. Confirms it all. Confirms it all. This guy should watch out because... It's not going to be a Donald Trump supporter that would ever do anything. This guy could be Jeffrey Epstein in a heartbeat by all of the people in the DNC. Because this guy is a danger to what they're actually hiding. Now, let me give you an update. First of all, let me me just say this. One of the problems with the whistleblower 
is seven months ago in April, Senator Chuck Grassley wrote a letter to Attorney General Bill Barr asking about a text message conversation between two FBI agents, Strzok and Page. Do you remember them? And that was made into, this is just a relationship thing. This is just a guy cheating on his wife. That's all this is. Well, is it? Because Chuck Grassley wrote and said, can you find out what this is all about? He wrote, quote, talking with Bill, do we want Joe to go with Evanina instead of Charlie for a variety of reasons? Grassley notes in the footnotes that all aliases are known with the exception of Charlie. Who's Charlie? The conversation goes on with Paige's response, quote, hmm. I'm not sure. Would it be unusual to have him show up again? Maybe another agent from the team. Now, why are they worried about the optics of a Charlie showing up to a meeting with Trump's transition team? Why are they hiding Charlie? Who is Charlie? Or is he the CI guy? Hmm. Because if he could assess if there were any new questions or different demeanor, if Kate's husband is there, he can see if there are people we can develop for potential relationships, end quote. They're using what we now think may be the whistleblower to go in and recruit more people to turn against the president of the United States. This is a coup. Now, that's not all the whistleblower was doing. The whistleblower is also, he, his presence, his presence takes apart the lies of the Democrats saying that they had nothing to do at the embassy, that they had absolutely nothing to do. They were not doing anything at the U.S. embassy, the Ukrainian embassy in the U.S. They were not pumping the Ukrainians for information. And uh, Chalupa, she's just this sweet little mom that's a housewife and there's no connection there. Well, we know that's not true, but we also know because we have her and the whistleblower together working the investigators in Ukraine telling them you need to find stuff on Trump. Go back and find stuff on Trump. We now have them. Is that the whistleblower? Because the whistleblower's name that's being bantied about is the same name as the guy who is helping her. Now, in another update, a U.S. representative for Burisma Holdings sought a meeting with the Undersecretary of State, Catherine Novelli, to discuss ending the corruption allegations against the Ukrainian firm where Hunter Biden worked as a board member. These memos have been obtained under a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. What is it the Democrats are hiding well, because of a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit, which, by the way, is not like some mysterious whistleblower. These are facts on paper. Three weeks before Burisma's overture to the state, 
Ukrainian authorities raided the home of an oligarch who owned the gas firm, employed, which employed Hunter Biden. A signal the long-running corruption probe was escalating in the middle of a U.S. presidential election. So three weeks before they raid Burisma, Hunter Biden's name, in fact, was specifically invoked by the Burisma representative as a reason the State Department should help. According to a series of email exchanges among U.S. officials trying to arrange the meeting, the subject line for the email exchanges just read simply Burisma. Quoting, per our conversation, Karen Tramont, whatever, Karen of Blue Star Strategies requested a meeting to discuss with the U.S. representative, State Department representative Novelli, um, alleging Burisma of corruption. Email between the state officials read, uh, she noted that two high-profile U.S. citizens are affiliated with the company, including Hunter Biden, as a board member. They would like to talk to Novelli about getting a better understanding of how the U.S. came to the determination that the company is corrupt. According to uh, Tramamanto, there is no evidence of corruption. There's been no hearing or process, and evidence to the contrary has not been considered. Novelli was the most senior official overseeing the international energy issues for the state. The other woman was a lawyer working for Blue Star Strategies. It's a Washington firm hired by Burisma. Another Blue Star official, Sally Painter, both alumni of the Bill Clinton administration, worked with New York-based criminal defense attorney to settle the Ukraine cases in late 2016 and early 2017. Burisma Holdings records obtained by Ukrainian prosecutors state the gas firm made a $60,000 payment to Blue Star November 2015. She was scheduled to meet with Novelli on March 1st. State Department officials were scrambling to get answers ahead of that uh, meeting from the U.S. Embassy in Kiev. So what happened? What happened? The vice president... The State Department knew that Hunter Biden was going to be investigated. Burisma came to the State Department and said, you've got to help stop this investigation because Hunter Biden and a couple of other people are involved in this. So the State Department scrambled to do what they could to figure this out and to stop the investigation, which Democrats say never happened. They said there was no investigation. We now have the State Department emails showing that three weeks before he goes, there is an investigation. They are talking about it. They know exactly what's going on. We also showed you in the last special the documents that that prove that the um, uh, general prosecutor in Ukraine, kind of like our uh, attorney general, he went to court and filed the case four weeks before Joe Biden came in. So he filed an active case four weeks before. What does the whistleblower know about any of this? Because he's with the State Department. What's the State Department know? And what are they really hiding? One week from tonight, we'll show you. 
You're not going to like it, but we'll show you. And quite honestly, uh, I think this thing, it could end like a Jason Bourne movie because this is corruption at the highest levels and corruption that is not going to sit well with Democrats, Republicans, independents. They are not going to like this. We expose it next Wednesday. Make sure you're a member of Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn, and you're going to save uh, 10% right now. Don't miss it next Wednesday. All right. You've trusted the name of Norton in the realm of cybersecurity for a very long time. Cyber criminals are out in force, and their numbers are only going to rise as time goes on, and we all become more and more dependent on the Internet. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you already know about Norton Secure VPN. It uses bank-grade encryption, and that helps uh, block the hackers from stealing the information you send and receive over Wi-Fi. It's also part of the multiple layers of protection you get with Norton 360, and it includes Norton Secure VPN, device security, password manager, so much more. Don't risk compromising your online privacy with the wrong VPN. You need to get a VPN, and the one you should get is Norton 360. Norton 360. Make sure that your online future is as secure as possible. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Sign up today. Save up to 50% off Norton 360 at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. 50% off Norton 360. Norton.com slash Beck. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. So let's go from from the media not willing to say the name of the whistleblower, Eric Caramella. Uh, yeah, I guess that's right. <clears throat> A lot of people are saying Caramella. Uh, it's Charamella. 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 Because okay, it's Italian. It. Yeah, okay. And the, the emphasis should be on the third syllable. The Charamella. Okay, got it. Can you do it like that? Yeah, I can. Eric Charamella. Oh, yeah. See, that? Okay, I, now yeah. I feel it. You I'm feel almost it. in the Charamella. room. Charamella. I feel like I can see him scheming in this back room. You're painting a picture. Right. With the way you're pronouncing it like it's a fettuccine. Uh, exactly uh, right. <laughs> that is how people remember right. it. Grated Charamella over the fettuccine. Oh, that's what's delicious. Oh, yummy. You know what? I never, say, I never say stop. They say, hey, when, when, when you're ready, <laughs> when you stop grinding. Just, <laughs> never. just stop. Just, and no, I, I never, never say do. stop. Never say it. Okay, that's good. Thank you for mm-hmm. that. Uh, so what is it that they are, uh, are hiding? And can you believe the media? Well, they've done this before. And yesterday, there, um, there came a tape from Project Veritas mm. of an ABC anchor that was talking about how they had the goods on uh, Jeffrey Epstein three years before. Listen. It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revelations and I freaking had all of it. I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up, 
hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago saying, like, aunt, like, we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. Mm. Now, ABC came out and said, uh, uh, no, we, 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 we didn't. We have very high journalistic standards, you know. Oh, and we saw them on display. Mm-hmm, We've seen mm-hmm. them so many times. Like, for example, during the Kavanaugh hearings, where you they just wait. would not put any oh, of those accusations on the air. They wouldn't do it. I mean, sure, they Let's had interviews, not, no. but they, what? X and A on the Kavanaugh gay <laughs> stuff. That's, no, let's not bring that up because they, that they, shows. They're, they're putting tweets up there, like accusations like, uh, I think I slept with Kavanaugh once too, and he, 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 he abused me. They, they, they're taking like TikTok messages the ABC and putting them on the air. They have a very high standard. Very high standard. It must be super duper Republican to put it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> not just middle of the road, not right. moderate. It's got to be super duper Republican. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is their journalistic standard. You can't claim journalistic standards there and then do what you did with Kavanaugh. You can't. Sorry, ABC. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Taking seven months off to uh, to recover from an injury, not really an option for a lot of people. Although, ow, ow, I just, oh, Stu, I mean, oh, no. yeah. Oh, no. Seven months, doctor just said. Seven months. Seven months to wow. recover. That's not, that's not reasonable <laughs> for most people. Uh, Robin was, um, you know, she was determined, actually, to get back to work. After hearing about Relief Factor, she began taking it regularly. She broke her wrist, um, and doctor said, you're just not going to be able to use your wrist at all. Uh, Robin was able to return to work almost three months early. The swelling and pain had gone down. She had been able to recover rapidly. Now, she's obviously born tough. She works at a prison. But even even then, Robin admits that she is thankful that she had Relief Factor to help her get to the other side of the pain and get her life back. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain and it works for 70 percent of the people who try it so just try their three-week quick start trial go to relieffactor.com relieffactor.com and get your life back it's relieffactor.com there's a lot of confusing news about people like eric Charibola. if you want to know the latest you can go to glenbeck.com or blaze tv.com use the promo code glenn to save 10 bucks Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Are you could actually make this T-shirt. I I want to. Yeah. Can Glenn you was... call? Uh, can you can can you call uh, Alexander to come on in? I want I want to make a caramella. 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 Uh, you know, like that pizza guy throwing the pie. You know. Right. Like on the top of the pizza box. Yeah. It's like, like, hot, want... delicious caramella. Yeah. And I want I want uh, you know for all of your whistle blowing needs, you just call you know for hot and ready. Charamella. Charamella. So we get some Charamella t-shirts. And it looks like the real pizza, like yeah, the real pizza like guy. I would totally yeah. wear that shirt. Yeah. That that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, and, I think and, that's great. And, and I you, want this guy exposed. I want this guy to testify. You know who doesn't? 
the Democrats. Don't you know, it was odd that they were like, they're going to put him in danger. They're going to put him in danger. It's going to be, you're going to have blood on your hands. Really? Because every Republican wants his name out. They want him to testify. Excuse me, mob. Uh, but the good guys over here would like him to testify, to come out into the open. Not because we need to know him so people can get him. That would be your side that would not want him to testify. You don't want him known because you don't want his record known. You don't want people to know that he was actually sent back to the Pentagon because he was one of the main leakers in the White House. You don't want anybody to know that he was one of the guys that had been scheming to try to get people to flip against Trump in the White House. You don't want anybody to know that. Donald Trump does. Republicans do. And that will come. This Republicans will come out, need right? to be very clear. Protect this guy at all cost. If if you watched, yeah. if if you watched uh, the Untouchables, this guy is the accountant. This guy's the accountant. The FBI would like in that movie would like the accountant to testify. Al Capone doesn't. Right. And you'd think that that the Republicans would, of course, want that. They they want they want this on record, and it's interesting because I think it will paint a parallel story, right? A story that shows the Democrats were up to no good. Uh, and oh, oh no, it shows that this has been a hit job since before he even won. But is it? So I guess the the Democratic argument here, the media argument is: let's just say this comes out, and let's say you're right. Let's say they buy into your narrative here of uh, of this guy was he was out for Trump. I mean, we know Page and Strzok were out for Trump from the beginning and they were looking for ways to do this. Let's just say this. Their argument, I think, would be the end of the day. Yes, they were out to get him. However, they got him right. Like Gary Hart said, uh, go ahead, follow me around. Mm -hmm. And they followed him around Mm -hmm. and then they saw him with the woman. Except that's the that's the narrative the media wants you to buy. Right. But let me go play the uh, go play the Chuck Schumer audio again. Listen to what he says. This whistleblower uh, confirmed. The calls to make public the whistleblower's identity are despicable. The whole purpose of the whistleblower law was to protect people when they had the courage to come forward. This whistleblower is obviously coming forward because he was so concerned about where President Trump was leading America. And every single... Wait a minute. That's not quid pro quo. That's he was concerned where this president was leading America. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what the whistleblower testimony says. Mm-hmm. That's what the two ambassadors' testimony says. Yeah. It's not quid pro quo. Their testimony is he was changing policy in Ukraine, and it was going to be very dangerous. Right. They had, right. A, they had what they believed was a legitimate disagreement with him on mm-hmm. the policy. But In fact, they told him, I don't know if it was him, but they told the administration at least, that uh, at least one of them said they would not, they would uh, They'd quit, quit immediately if they tried to change this policy. Yeah, well, go ahead. Right, the right, president of the United States runs the, the State policy. Department. Exactly. So what they are covering up is the fact that the State Department is its own deep state. It doesn't care what this president says. It's going to do what it wants to do. 
But that's not even the big thing they're hiding. They said the Democrats set up a, a way to use foreign intelligence, foreign operatives in Ukraine for their purposes. And that's not even enough. Because when you see what their purposes were in Ukraine and are in Ukraine, as designed by Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, at the State Department level, oh, that's when you have real trouble. Playing devil's advocate again here, is the defense essentially from the Trump administration that, yeah, we did these things, but they were justified because so look, the State here's Department the is acting Everybody, irrationally. Quid pro quo happens all the time in response. It happens in business. Yeah, Mulvaney was actually right when he right. was out there. He got a, he got beat up for that statement, but he was telling the truth. Yeah, it, it, it does happen. We have Joe Biden on tape doing it. Yes, he said we're gonna we're not gonna give you a billion dollars, and the president's already okayed this unless you stop this investigation. That is exactly the opposite. What Donald Trump did, Donald Trump said, we're not going to pay. And he didn't actually say this, but you can infer that he said this. We're going to stop paying you the 400 million, 600 million less than Joe Biden. We're going to stop paying you the 400 million until you do an investigation because you have bad guys around in this order. You guys, you have bad guys around you. We think that the Ukrainians were helping the DNC throw the election and do ops on me. Um, we think that your oligarchs are still in bed with these people. We think that you have bad people around you, and I can't do business with you if you still have those bad people around you. Oh, and by the way, would you also look into the Burisma thing? So he's asking, I want to know what happened to our $7 billion. Now, the question, this is the question that President Trump should ask the American people every time he steps in front of a microphone. He should start with this. Again, I just want to ask the American people, which is more in line with our national interests? Somebody who says, I want you to investigate to find out where our $7 billion went, who it went to. I want to find out if somebody was trying to throw our election. I mean, we just spent billions of dollars you know, trying to find out if I was in connected with with Russia, that answer came back no. But it looks like there was some interference in our election, and let's find out. Uh, also, is there corruption in our own government and in our State Department? Which is more in line with the national interest? Me saying, "Hey, I need. I'm not going to give you any more money until you find out what happened to last money and some of these other things." Or a vice president saying, I'm not going to give you a billion dollars more because we gave you seven billion and I won't give you a billion dollars more unless you stop investigating what happened to the seven billion dollars. That's what he should say every day, every day on television. That's like like a cuckoo yeah. clock. Just say that. I Which wish- one's more in line? I think, and I think that would have been a much better defense if they sure had would. used it. Instead, what they used was they set the goalpost at no quid pro quo. Well, and I think most people are going to look at this and say, well, first of all, you have Trump on the call, who's, you're right, he doesn't explicitly say a quid pro quo. However, they now have people that Trump appointed, people who are donors to Trump, not, not just you know, people who have been in the State Department for years and years and years uh-huh. and years, but people who are very close to Trump saying, well, yeah, we, are some, you know, we, we basically understood this to be a quid pro quo, but which 
I don't have a problem with, and and neither did anyone with on the Biden situation. If you had a problem with Ukrainian corruption and you actually believed it was really important, we shouldn't be giving them money uh, unless they they get that stuff uh, cleared out. The problem here is that the Republican Party, in their constant efforts to be uh, more inept, have created this goalpost and said it seven million times that the goalpost is, can you find quid pro quo? And it's going to be, I think, to the average American who has heard only, hey, quid pro quo, quid pro quo. And then they're going to look at this and say, not only do you have what seems pretty close to a quid pro quo, but that in addition to it, you have people around him saying, yes, there was an explicit quid pro quo. Yeah, and look, some people are saying there was an implicit quid it. pro quo. This is how you explain this. Look, there is no quid pro quo. I wasn't saying you have to find dirt. On, this is what they are implying. Yeah. You've got to find dirt on Joe Biden. I just did the responsible thing. Right. I want answers to these questions. Now, when you can provide me answer to the questions like, what happened to the $7 billion? Are you part of the corruption that we all know is going on? Or are you going to find the people around you? Yeah. I'm not giving you any more money until that. That's not quid pro quo. That's just before I give you any more money, I got to know. Are you part of the same team? Are you part of uh, uh, the corruption? Or are you going to actually do something? Because this is the first time I've talked to you. And I hear good things about you. And I'm ready to give you that money. But, but I want to know what happened to the last. And, and again, that's a totally plausible defense that the, the administration and, and the Republicans can, should be using. But you can say that's not quid pro quo in the way the media is spinning it and i just think that it would have been more helpful to make that case from the beginning now what they're forced to do is they're sort of driving down the street and they need to kind of throw it in reverse and go the other direction which is uh you know look doable doable i mean and i think correct right we've said this from the very beginning Number one, the thing they are accusing Trump of is the thing we have Joe Biden on tape doing, okay? We have him admitting explicitly that he was doing it. Uh, I mean, we have the video. We played it for you a million times, but we could do that if you want the proof of that. So we have that, and we said that from the beginning. Then you go down the road of only the question needs to be whether it was a smart thing to do as it relates to U.S. interests, not what the the media is doing which is saying well since the name biden is in there he must have been doing that to try to screw him in the next election but this is why the media edited those what was it 147 words yeah they edited that because that came first he said look i need you to do me a favor we're ready and we want to be your partner but i need you to do me a favor I want you to look into all this corruption. That was the 147 words. Mm-hmm. And then the then the president of Ukraine came back and said, I know. No, I'm on the same page with you. It's dirty, and I know it, and we're working in the same direction. Great. Oh, by the way, could you also look into the Hunter Biden thing with Burisma? They had to edit all of that stuff out right. because that's the quid pro quo that Trump is defending himself against. There was no quid pro quo, fine dirt on my my uh, opponent, and I'll give you the money. Yeah, it was like, find the truth on this topic that no one will touch. Right. And, and, the more and by the way, that, that also way, includes Burisma. And it includes our own media in the United yes. States. It's yes. not just a Ukrainian problem exactly here. Exactly right. 
Exactly right. And I think explaining it that way to the American people, that does, I think that is an understandable story. You don't have to get into every single person who's in Ukraine and every single political actor and every single group. That does no, but, get confusing. But, but you a, can. You can, and you've done it. Um, but you did it over multiple hours and multiple specials. You can catch those at uh, blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. The point, though, is he might not be able to give that elevator pitch uh, every single day to the no. American people. No. Like, you're, you have the freedom to do. But he can explain it as if this is important to America. It's my job not to listen to the State Department. It's to listen to you. And when you lose $7 billion, I'm going to be on the case. That is, a con- that is something that is understandable to the American people. And it is something that the media won't even consider as a possibility. I think the, the president, look, this is, this is, should everybody, everybody's elevator pitch should be this. Hey, was it right to look into the possibility that Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians? And would you have said yes to impeachment if he indeed were colluding with the Russians? The answer to that for everyone should be yes. Sure. It's important that we find out what the Russians were doing and is our government in bed with the Russians trying to throw an election? If so, impeach the man. Well, we did the investigation because we all felt that that was important. Well, it comes back. He didn't do that. So why aren't we now looking at exactly the same thing but happening in Ukraine with evidence and people who have already been convicted for meddling in our campaign mm-hmm. at the behest of the DNC and Hillary Clinton. And are, are on tape discussing it. <laughs> right. I mean, look, you either are consistent or you're not. You're either for finding out what really happened in our election or you're not. And what's more responsible? Somebody who says, I want you to check into that and I want an answer of where our $7 billion went. That's not chump change. That's $7 billion. What happened to that money? I'm not going to give you another dime until you find out. That's in the national interest. That's all the president needs to say. And he should say it. He should rehearse it. And he should say it every single day. First thing he says out of his mouth every single day. How much you miss your uh, extra? Ah, a lot. The dynamic variable lumbar support system, you probably needed that after tracking the kids. Oh, um, we did 29,000 steps one day at Disney World Plus. I mean, I'm sure people who exercise think that's not an impressive number. But, I mean, I think my average that's like is 27,000. I was going to say, that's so. like 20,000 ti- 20, times more than you usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about 20,000 more. <laughs> and then it was like 29,000, 24,000, 22,000. All I wanted to do was sit into a, in a comfortable chair. You okay. need an X chair. So here's a great chair for you to sit in. And you really, you're really not going to understand it until you sit in it. It is the X chair. It has 10 different settings that you can change the way this whole chair functions. It also has the dynamic variable lumbar support. This is patented. They're the only ones that have it. Now, they've added a 30-day, no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction, so you have zero risk. Get this sent to your house and sit in it. You are going to love it. And I'm telling you, there's no chair like it on the market. Most companies can't do a 30-day money-back guarantee because they couldn't afford the shipping back and forth. They'd, be, they'd go broke if people were shipping them back. 
X Chair on sale right now for $100 off. Makes a great Christmas gift. It's xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com or call 1 844 4X Chair. Go to xchairbeck.com right now. Use the promo code Beck and receive a free set of the new X wheels with your chair at xchairbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When we come back, the new Green Deal, it's people, it's people, and how the National Health Service in England is going to play right into it. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. I want to talk to you about real estate agents. I trust.com. If you are looking to buy or sell a house, you have to have a great real estate agent. And there is nothing like getting into a car with a real estate agent that you don't know. And, uh, you know, you're just, they're saying crazy things. You're like, oh yeah, no, no, I, yeah, the president. Oh boy. Let's talk about that some more. Uh, you have to know that the person shares your value, shares your vision, knows what you're looking for in a home and a neighborhood. If you're looking to sell your house, you need somebody that knows your neighborhood and knows how to sell it and sell it for the most amount of money, how to be able to price it just right. Realestateagentsitrust.com. These are the best agents in your area. If we don't have one in your area, we're not going to recommend one. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. We have them all over the country, coast to coast, to help you on the biggest financial hassle probably in your life. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com, and get moving. Okay, but, uh, do we even have time for this part of it? This Look, we are running out of time, okay? I know we had 10 years, but that was oh so eight years ago. The time is running out on climate change, and it's no longer enough just to do the Green New Deal. You know, it's not, it's not enough to stop eating meat and shift to renewable energy. We have 11,000 scientists now that have just signed a paper that said we have to reduce the human population. Oh, that's going to work out really well. We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about a special deal going on right now from MyPillow. Mike Lindell, the owner and inventor of MyPillow, has been wanting to show his appreciation for all that you, his customers and his new customers, have done to make the company what it is today, he's changing the game now with his new six-piece towel set. This is made with U.S. cotton, uh, extremely absorbent, yet still incredibly soft. You know, there's nothing I, I hate 
towels that aren't really soft. They're not big. They're not soft, you know, and they come apart and it's, I hate it. I have these, uh, these, uh, towels now from my pillow and they are great and priced affordably. They are extremely absorbent, really soft, come with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, 30% off now if you use the promo code BECK. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you get them and you're like, this, this isn't what I thought they were going to be, uh, you ship them back and, and you get all your money back. It's not a problem. But you're going to love them. If you're a fan of my pillow and the other great my pillow products, including their sheets, if you haven't tried their sheets, Six-piece towel set going, uh, going to be just the great addition now for your bathroom and the other products you've been looking for. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials. You'll get 30% off this six-piece towel set as well as deep discounts on all other MyPillow products. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. Get these great radio specials now at MyPillow.com. Well, I don't know if you know this, Stu, but Donald Trump notified the United Nations this last Monday we're formally re- withdrawing from the Paris Agreement. It seems so much easier to get into these agreements than to get out of oh, them. Oh, yeah. It's almost this like a, Brexit. It's a Brexit. It was the same the Almost same like Brexit. In, like, in, a, in about a year, we'll have a referendum on whether we should actually get out right. of, of the Paris Accord. Now, the, 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 it's a one-year process to exit. It will happen. But like a one-year process. He announced this like two years ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, but you, so it's not a one-year you, process. No, you had to have the two years in between, just a cooling off period, just oh, to make okay. sure. You're not going to go into a buy a gun when you're angry. You need a two-year cooling off period. <laughs> and so he's cooled off now for two years, and he's like, yep, I still want out of the Paris Accords. So now it's a one-year deal, and it actually will expire i think right around uh, or on election day next so better, year better get it started better, not, gotta, not, not a good day to call it gotta sick. get that started now mm-hmm. because donald trump just doesn't care about people the planet his children air water any of it hates water he hates it mm-hmm. he hates, hates both it. hydrogen and oxygen Oh, you put the two together, and mm-hmm. it's it's the opposite of the Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> He's like, you put hydrogen in my oxygen, you <laughs> bastards. So he hates it. Anyway, more than 11,000 experts now. These are experts, Stu. Experts. They're scientists. Now, nowhere in the story does it say they're scientists of what? You know, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, you know, the science of mechanics or... Mm-hmm. You know, science of uh, race cars. Or I, I don't know. They're, but they're scientists and they're experts. Uh, and they are calling for a critical addition to the main strategy of dumping fossil fuels for renewable energy. He, these 11,000 now declare from uh, the, the 11,000 scientists from around the world, I'm quoting clearly and unequivocally, State that planet Earth is facing a climate emergency. And to secure a sustainable future, we must challenge the way we live. Economic and population growth are among the most important drivers of increases in CO2 emissions. Mm. 
So we got to stop this economic growth. Don't you just hate that civilization stuff? Oh, I do. Ah, it's so irritating. It's almost as irritating as water. I know. Because when we weren't as sophisticated and we weren't as, as far along as we are now, our air was so much cleaner, like 100 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so much cleaner. You know what? And then they paved paradise and they put up a parking lot. Not a parking lot. Mm-hmm. In paradise? Yeah, in paradise. Holy You know, the, the paradise of that shopping center down the street. Not from, the shopping center. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, really? That used to be paradise, paradise, guys. And now it's a parking lot where, oh my you know, vehicles can carry human beings at 100 miles an hour to hospitals and, and, and shopping centers where they can buy things that help them live longer and live happier. Uh, what but a terrible thing. Put that. up more. I want more flowers in that lot. Yeah. Because uh, those are doing a hell of a lot of good. We don't. Let, let, me, let me tell you something, hate monger. Okay, mm-hmm. we need transfer uh, transformations regarding economic and and population policies because the population is still increasing by roughly eighty million people per year. Isn't That's that more than two hundred thousand per day. Imagine hearing that. I, excuse me. Are you? Why are you a inter- negative? Why are you interrupting? Hey, there are more people around. Isn't well, that terrible? Why are you? I'm trying to tell you. What I'm the sorry. Si- are you an expert? Obviously not. Are you a scientist? Obviously not. No, I'm a doctor, okay, which makes me an expert. I'm a doctor. I have my doctorate. I can't tell you the studies that I had to go through, the years of studies and tests and, and, you know, those big, long papers that you have to write. Right. I was like crazy for Mm -hmm. years. Convincing when you call them that. But, I mean, I will say this. In your defense. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about uh, the population of humans, and your doctorate is in humanities. 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 So I mean, this is your pretty much. This is your expertise. This is this is this, this is Glenn Central. Mm-hmm. So shut up. <laughs> All right. The world population must be stabilized and ideally gradually reduced. Now, this is within a framework that ensures social integrity. So now what they're talking, they, we're not talking about just getting rid of cows. Soylent green, it's people. We're now talking about people. Um, and it's kind of a passive population control. You know, they say we just need to educate people better because right. once they're educated, they stop birthing them babies. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so they just, they want more education uh, and they want... Um, a greater equality of the sexes. Oh yes, that's a big. <laughs> I mean, that may, that's a, a a a great goal, but has nothing to do with. Uh, no, with the it actually it kind of. of does when you mm. when you do have more equality for the sexes. Um, women tend to be able to say, "Get off me." <laughs> that much <laughs> equality, know? I think yeah, we're all for. Right. Yes, yes. yes. No, well, and it's true that. Over and over and over and over and over again, mm. and only every single example of a country becoming an advanced economy mm-hmm. and, and and developing mm-hmm. uh, into the you know a level that we would call a developed country today. Mm-hmm. All of those cases, birth rates drop. Yeah, well, this this All one we them. can't. We have to have birth rates drop and slow down economic progress. We can't have developing com- countries. Why? Because developing countries put up too much CO2. Yeah, see, this is a problem here. I'm going to go with, uh, that's a terrible idea. (laughs) And I'm also going to say it's also completely uh, unfair. 
And um, it'd be unfair. You go to a, a country who uh, you know we would used to consider third world countries, right? Uh, stop giving them televisions; they don't have any idea what they're <laughs> right. Like that's the thing. We're like, oh well, they don't need the stuff we have. We're kind of special. Let's let them. They can don't they have huts or something? Let them have the huts and not put any more CO two out there, and we'll do our thing. And we'll do all the expensive solar uh, power and all stuff me? that we can uh, do afford. Do you disagree with the Star them. Trek Prime directive? Hello. First, it would do no harm, right? No, you know, you're, not, you're not supposed to. The prime directive, you're not supposed to help other civilizations. You can't that, get in the way, right? You can't get in the way. You can't yeah. help them. You can't expose them to you're, things. You're like, like a no. documentary filmmaker. I, you're just there filming the exactly tribe. Exactly right. And you're not right. allowed to be seen. It's the prime directive. It is. Hello. It is the prime we directive. We violated the Star Trek prime directive all over the world. Well, I felt we violated it the first time when we took all the trees and put them in a tree museum, and then we charged the people a dollar and a half to see them. I thought that was the first violation, but no. You know, I never made it to that part of <laughs> so, As soon song. as you hear them go, ooh, I'm, like, I'm pressing the button. I don't want to find out if it's Counting Crows yeah. or the jo- no, it's just, Joni. Oh, they're doing it? something to that parking. They made it into oh, a parking God, lot. Yeah. Pave it. Yeah. Pave over them. That's what I want to do. You know pave what? over the band as they're playing the song. You know what? I like parking lots. In fact, I like them just plain without any cars. Just, <laughs> you just chew up some glass so anybody that pulls their car in there, because then they'll have to build another parking lot across the street. That's how much I care about your stupid there song. You go. <laughs> anyway, uh, in a completely unrelated uh, story, completely unrelated, mm-hmm. the National Health Service Trust has announced in Great Britain uh, that they are launching a red card to racism campaign. Oh, no. Yes. They don't like racism. Well, that sounds good. I don't like racism either. Yes. So well, I, I guess I support this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote yes on right. this one. Uh, following a national trend, staff have reported that incidents of racism on wards have increased over the past year. So the hospital will be enforcing its zero tolerance policy against any kind of abusive behavior. That means any patient abusing staff will be challenged and warned, leading to a sports-style disciplinary yellow card. And then, if they do it again, they get the final red card, which means treatment will be withdrawn. So you can go to a hospital and they won't treat you if they think you're too racist? Yes. If you're uh... sexist... Or racist. Okay. Now, I want you to know that the hospital has just removed the British flag from the, uh, I want to get this right, what they call these. I had never heard of these, but boy, they're so, they're so good here. Uh, hang on just a second. It was, uh, uh, they're knife vests. The security, uh, they don't have bulletproof vests because there are no bullets. Okay. So people don't want to hurt other people except unless they have bullets. So the the security has knife vests uh, to stop people from shiving them. Uh, And one of the patients saw the flag, the British flag, on one of the knife vests. And they've now removed those vests. I mean, not the whole vest, uh, just the flag off that vest uh, because it has been deemed offensive. So those flags from those vests are not going to get any medical care. I mean, when you put those two together, they're mm-hmm. gonna when they are going to decide when mm-hmm. you're too racist or sexist to give you medical treatment. Okay, but so, by the way, the flag of our own country 
is offensive. Okay, so um, here it is. Uh, if you use racist or sexist language, mm-hmm. gestures, or any behavior. What about, can you use the term toots? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think Pudding? so. No. Okay. Sweetheart? Mm-mm. No. Okay. If you're making excessive noise, like, help, help, help I'm like- on fire. <laughs> that might, they may right. stop trying to put you out. You know, because you're on fire. Mm-hmm. If you have abused alcohol or drugs. Now, that seems like a reason you go to the hospital. Not here. This is the reason no. you don't get so treatment. You, at you the don't hospital. get treatment. Threatening or offensive language. Malicious allegations like, hey, they won't put me out because I'm making too much noise. Mm, that's malicious. Yeah. Uh, and intentional damage to trust property. To what? Trust property. Okay, so if you damaged the property. The hospital, yes. I'm, uh, this is, I mean, look, this is a terrible idea. And this is just, you know, one of many, many steps they have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. to withhold treatment Mm -hmm, slash ration mm -hmm. treatment. When they don't have enough money to pay for this crap anymore, they can all say that we are saying too many swears and then not do our surgery. Right. Now, there are some people in the hospital that don't like this, but... They've been calling on all of the staff to join its black, Asian, and minority ethnic network to join them uh, and support mm. because they want to stamp out racism and sexism. Mm. And, uh, and that's what you get when you have a government-run health care system and then you inject political ideas into health care. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be able to just treat the people who have a reason to live. You right. know, the people who are adding to our society. Why treat those people who detract, who make it difficult for people? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to say go get your health care someplace else, but there is no other place you can get your health care because it's all been nationalized. Oh, how many black alley doctors will there be? Welcome to the Brave New World. You know, there are some things that are uh, that are great. Uh, for instance, the X chair. Does your chair have a dynamic variable lumbar support? I mean, I don't mean to sound like mine does, uh, but cause it could be, because it can be yours. And if you don't think you can afford it, you should check xchairbeck.com because they make them very affordable. All to fit all budgets and all um, and all sizes, anything that you want. Uh, it also they also have financing available as well. If you think you're comfortable in your chair, you have never sat in an X chair. This is the office chair that is the future of chairs. It really is. It has the dynamic variable lumbar support and ten different settings. X chair is what you need um, when you are sitting in your chair all day long. You need an X chair. 30-day, no questions asked, guarantee of satisfaction. You have zero risk. Try it out for 30 days. If it's if it's not everything I say, they'll ship it back, and you get all your money back. People can't do that and stay in business if this chair is not what I say it is. It is great. X chair, on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com, or call 844-4X-CHAIR. But go to xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code BECK and you're going to get a free set of the new X wheels with your chair. 
a great chair, makes a great holiday gift, xchairbeck.com, promo code BECK. All right, now, I just want you to know that, first of all, if you speak out of turn, no health care for you. And, um, and the reason why you will never know what that leads to is because also I'm not going to teach you a damn bit of history. Here is a 22-year-old Instagram star who claims that learning about World War II harms millennials' mental health. Watch. It was an, a hard situation in World War II, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm being disrespectful in that way whatsoever. However, I will stand by the point that I don't think it's as educational in the way that we, you know, there's so many problems going on in the world at the moment, like Brexit that's not taught in schools, and um, climate change, which is oh, a situation yeah. that I feel like we should be aware of. They and, you know, when it. I left school, I felt like it hit me like a ton of bricks because I didn't know mm. anything in general life. Oh, you didn't know anything in general mm. life. Huh. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's weird. Okay, so he's saying, you know, Brexit, you know, things like that. We, we, we're not being taught that, and there's nothing to be learned from World War II. In fact, it's scarring. But if you, if you were talking, let's say, about healthcare. And uh, and let's say political correctness and being deemed an enemy for the things that you said or that you read, you know, the Holocaust might be something that you might want to have in your back pocket to pull out and go, wait a minute. This looks a little like that Hmm. just at the beginning of the Holocaust. I can't I I, I just uh, you're saying you want to never forget is that kind of your concept there like never forgetting that well, the that's Holocaust a little ex- extreme okay okay because that does seem a little extreme yeah never i mean that's a long yeah, time that's a long time i mean maybe till 2025 yeah one thing i i find very interesting here is the reason we were able to write the history of world war ii is because you know we want it and the people who win the wars typically write the history of World War, uh, of, of any war, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason we won World War II were really a generation of people right around his age. Like the people a few years ago, right around his age, were winning against the Nazis. And now we have Instagram people who are too worried to even hear about the battles they fought. Yeah, but the Nazis are gone. That's old news. Wait, I, no thought, Na- I thought. Wait, I thought Charlottesville was just lined with them. If it was, no. I'm told every day that 50 percent of the country are are Nazis. They support well, Donald Trump. Well, that's just here in America. He's over in Europe, hmm. Eastern Germany, uh, Eastern German city of Dresden has b- declared now a Nazi emergency as officials warned of a rise in the far-right support and violence. City is the birthplace of the uh, Pedaga movement, which is Islam, you know, against Islam. Uh, they hold uh, weekly rallies while, anti- uh, into, while anti-immigration alternative uh, Fuhr Deutschland party won 28% in September elections. Apparently, this city has a Nazi problem. Well, don't worry about that. If you're an Instagram blogger, 
don't worry about that. You're not going to. There's nothing to talk about there. And it has nothing to do with Brexit. I'm telling you, Brexit and any kind of Nazi problems or trouble in the streets or or anything like it's happening in Paris. Nothing at all to do with Brexit. No, no. People are morons. Is the Glenn Beck program. Gary's a guy you expect to see in a health food store, checking to make sure that the things that he was about to eat were all good for him. You know the type. <laughs> He's also at the gym. All you know, he does his daily workout regimen with the kind of enthusiasm. You again know the type. Now, that's what you would have expected until the pain started. Then he's not going to the gym. He got it in his shoulders, his knees, finally the lower back. It got so bad that he wasn't sure he was going to even be able to exercise anymore. This is a gift from the gods, Gary. But he went to Relief Factor, and he was drawn to it because it wasn't a drug. All of its ingredients were botanical, which usually means crap to me. But Gary's like, that's great. So you know how things turned out. Same thing that happened to me. Gary got his life back, and so can you. When taken properly, it attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain, and it works for 70% of the people who try it. Just try it for three weeks, their three-week quick start trial. If you want a drug-free, natural way to get out of pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription. Get the background of what's going on in Ukraine and the lies the media is telling about it. Only on Glenn TV. So Donald Trump has uh, withdrawn officially from the uh, Paris Accords, the Climate Accords. No. What? Not yet. Well, Monday Monday he did. Yeah, no, not really. No, he notified the United Nations on Monday. Yeah, notifying is different than actually pulling out. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, you might have thought, wait a minute, I remember him doing this right at the beginning of his administration, at least the first Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. which would have been a rational thing for you to believe. However, that's not how you get out of the agreement. How do you, how do it's a little more complicated than okay. that, unfortunately. How do you... Now, you tell it me... It just took a, mm-hmm. a a couple of strokes of a pen to get into it, right? Right. They got... Yeah, they were into yeah. it. That's not a problem. It's easy to get in. Right. Okay. The but problem get is getting out. Mm. Okay? Because th- what the Trump administration announced his first year in office was he's intent to withdraw from the Paris Agreement. Mm-hmm. Now, this is uh, not something that Donald Trump is doing wrong here. This is the agreement itself, which forces uh, a essentially a cooling off period, as you mm-hmm. were kind of joking about before. You can't begin to withdraw officially until three years after the agreement goes into force. It's almost as if you want the chance for another president yeah. to get in. It's almost like that. Yeah, okay. It, now, how on earth do you think the founders were like, you know what, let's create a system in which uh, people can agree to things that completely take the power away from the, the people. The U.S. Constitution and the, the people. The Constitution the people. Take it away, and then even when they decide, oh, that was the wrong thing to do, locks them into long-term periods where they can't do anything. They cannot pull out. 
Um, even if we decide, wait a minute, we've messed this up and the people revolt against it. We know for a fact, because of the way they set up the elections and the way they set up impeachment proceedings, Mm -hmm. which the the media seems Mm -hmm. to be very much a fan of these days, Mm -hmm. that they wanted a way for the the people to be able to react and say, wait a minute, you're doing the wrong thing. We want to go the opposite direction. And they wanted that ability. Well, this, you join, and in the agreement says you can't pull out of this for three full years, even if you decide, no, okay, we can't, we want the opposite. Now, when the three years is over, of course, then you can get out of the agreement, right? Right. That's he. Had, he had notified the United no. Nations that he's going to formally withdraw. Yeah, yeah. That you know, the problem is that is just notifying them. Okay. And that process, after you notify them, which comes after the three-year process where you can't notify them. Uh-huh. Now that you've notified them, it takes another year. Which now is four years. And what was the thing you were talking about before, the four uh, years? What's weird is the, the when this is going to actually be able to do the next step mm-hmm. is the day of the presidential election. Yeah, yeah. It's actually one day after. One day after. So one day after. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it takes three years of you can't do, you can't even notify them. Mm-hmm. One, then you get to notify them. Then it takes another year. And it's after the presidential election when we can actually withdraw. Now. You might think with a process that complicated to withdraw, it must be very complicated to get back in, right? Right. I mean, it's got to be. This is a big process, complicated. Here's what. It, here's the process to get back in. Any signatory that withdraws from the pact can apply for readmission to the United Nations and can be back in within 30 days. <laughs> so, wow. as you can see, a very difficult process there wow. as well. Okay, so when he signs this the day after the election, mm-hmm. and if he loses, maybe... Maybe the night of the election, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, does does uh, yes. Let's say Donald Trump loses on. Are in, we done? Early November. Is, is he done? We're he's out. We're out. We come out of the agreement. So we would be out of the agreement from November to January till President uh, Warren Warren gets in office. Yeah. and then indicates. Yeah, by the way, we went back in, and then thirty days after she's inaugurated, we'll be back in the Paris Agreement. Mm. Now, the Paris Agreement, as you may know. It's been a runaway success so far. No, it actually uh, hasn't. What? No, it, it no, hasn't. It was it. in a, first of all, we had those three years where no one even complained, and that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so no one even said they wanted to withdraw in that entire three years, and mm-hmm. we should notice that mm-hmm. means it's working. Um, however, the United Nations did find recently that uh, the NDCs, which are nationally determined contributions, mm-hmm. and they're um, voluntary their voluntary mm. pledges, which mm. is what these are, yeah. pledges. Yeah. It's like saying, "I yes, I'm going to donate $50 a month to your charity. Mm. Uh, everyone always comes through with that sure, 50 bucks every month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what they said they would voluntarily pledge will still, even if everyone hit the goals, mm-hmm. including the United States, if they had stayed in, mm. um, they will still miss the limiting of the global temperature increase that they targeted. Um, and in fact, they will... Unless more things start happening, they're going to miss the secondary goal that they set, which was two degrees in uh, temperature increase. Mm. So we're going to miss the 1.5, which which they promised we were going to do. Now we're going to miss the two, which they said was a complete disaster. And we should also point out that since 2007, the United States uh, emissions are down considerably, mm-hmm. um, including down during the since the beginning of the Trump administration, which is kind of a problem. All that being said, other states have decided to join it. So, like, an individual state can say, we're going to hit those standards. Well, um, mm-hmm. and that has not, not they, necessarily true. Well, they're going to say they're doing it. Yes. Which, uh, to yes. me, doesn't mean anything. But to them, 
They can't a lot. make the symbolic gesture of saying we're going to lower lower carbon does something positive for the environment. We don't know what it is yet, mm-hmm. but if you say you want to help the environment, that's the most important thing for the environment. And people don't understand that. The people think it's the emissions. They think it's uh, how much energy they're using. They think it's uh, all these other things: clean air, clean no, water. It's just no, saying. if you can just signal your virtue, well, that that'll and, help. It. That and if you could stop buying clothes. Buying clothes? Right. You are such... You are so, You hate hydrogen and oxygen, don't you? <laughs> Especially when you put them together. Water? Yes, I hate... You hate it. I guess... I don't think... You, you have to stop buying clothes. Do you know how many people you water what, kills every can year? Can you be quiet for just a second? Do you know how many people water kills every year? But you, if you're under it for a certain amount of time, you die. Yeah. People don't even talk about that. Yeah, well... You want it to be clean. How about have it not being a murder machine? First, Why? you know, you know where sharks live in this H two O you're talking about. You know what they do? They rip up individual surfers every year. Can you be quiet? And then Carrie Underwood makes movies about them. Can you be quiet? Because there is something very important that I I want. Jane Fonda is fighting climate change. Do we have that audio, please? Oh my gosh! Here she is. So you see this coat? See that coat? I needed something red, and so I went out and found this clothing sale. This is the last article of clothing that I'm going to ever buy. That's it. To say that I will ever buy in my life may not be much of a We're going to live to 100 maybe where she goes. And Greta has also made me think a lot about consumerism. And I grew up when consumerism wasn't, didn't have such a stranglehold over us. So when I talk to people about we don't really need to keep shopping, we shouldn't look at shopping for our identity. Hmm. Just don't need more stuff. Hmm. Um, that I have to walk and talk to. Could you I'm look up how old Jane Fonda is? This is beautiful. This is beautiful. And listen to the crowd. <laughs> listen to the crowd. They go wild. There she is. And she said, "Look, I bought this red coat because I needed something red." Right. And that's well, usually that's, you gotta have you prioritize that over yeah, the earth. I mean, obviously. yeah, I needed something red. But she said, "This is the last." One that she's going to buy. She's not, I'm not going to buy any more clothes. Now, here is this brave woman who has been in Hollywood uh, and an icon forever, who probably, I mean, God bless her if, if she has less than a 2,000 square foot closet. Right. And here she is at 81 saying, I'm not going to buy any new clothes. Now, what happens on her birthday at 82? If you buy clothes for her, maybe, I don't know, maybe she'd reject them. But she's not going to do it. She says it's the last one. Now, she won't guarantee this will be the last one until the rest of her life. Well, she needs something in another color at some point. Yeah, like, she, she, she clarified. Could. It's not necessarily the last one the rest of my life. Then... What does it mean when you say this is the last <laughs> article of clothing I'm ever going to buy? This I, week? Today? Were you saying this is the last thing you were going to buy today? I don't know what that means. Um, but uh, Stunning that she didn't have more red, considering her viewpoints. Uh, they seem like yeah, she's wrapping herself in a red flag. Red quite would often. be a very popular color for her, I would imagine. And can't you make the case, a pretty strong one, I would say, mm-hmm. that one of the, let's just say everything they say about uh, global warming is true. We're all going to die, emissions, uh, that's the, the end, of, end all be all of the world, right? Mm-hmm. You can make a pretty strong case that Jane Fonda is singularly more responsible for this problem than any citizen in the United States. 
because she was the one who starred in the China Syndrome, which made everyone scared of nuclear power. Yes. Which is a an emission-free form of electricity. And the China the Syndrome... Sa- the safest yep. electricity out ever of, produced. Out of anything uh-huh. ever produced. Yes. And she uh, starred in the movie that freaked people out, so we stopped building nuclear power plants that could have actually done something about the emission problem. Instead, she continues to fight against nuclear power, and she continues to complain in her her nice red smock. We want to be more like France, okay? We just want to be more like France. I don't think you want to just say that. Well, I... I know exactly what I'm saying. They, mm. they, I'm sure they're not using nuclear energy. About at all. 80% of their electricity is generated by nuclear power. So they're yeah, actually doing yeah, but, something about, yeah, about but, emissions from electricity with nuclear power. Yeah, but power. their hats aren't as big as ours. Like they have those little berets. That's true. They're, they're so like they almost have like different hats. And like our trucker hats, that has plastic in the back of those trucker hats. Those things are never going to decompose. French don't have that. So let them have their power plants. Mm. It's us with our stupid trucker hats <laughs> that is destroying the world. Is that the movie that was filmed here? China Syndrome? There's no. a, there was some nuclear disaster film that was mo- filmed here, wasn't there? Mm. A famous nuclear disaster I'm film? I'm not sure. You don't know this? No. Uh-uh. What's the other big n- nuclear disaster film around that same era? Godzilla. Uh, I don't know. No. I don't think it was Godzilla. What, what, was Meryl Streep in one? Silkwood. Silkwood. Maybe Silkwood was Silkwood, the one. Silkwood, but I don't think that's a nuclear, is it? Is it Silkwood? I missed those. I, I, I actually hmm. did see China Syndrome. I, I love Jack Lemmon, so I, I thought that was a good movie, but it's laughable. And it, by the way, you know, it wasn't true. No. There's never any science behind it. No. No. Well, the science behind it, if you remember the movie, it was that a some corporation, just to make money, uh, they they uh, faked the weld X-rays because in a in a nuclear power company you have to have all of the X you have to have all of the welds X-rayed to make sure that they're right and there's no cracks in them. Well, this evil corporation that was building this didn't care, and so they just copied all the X-rays. They just did one, and then all the other X-rays were copied, and that's why it went down. Well, no, that's the story of Chernobyl. <laughs> By the way, uh, Silkwood was about a nuclear whistleblower uh, and, uh, and, and radiation uh, leakages. Really? Which, uh, we don't get it. Do we not talk, we leakages, don't talk leakages these days? No, we don't. Pat has a we special don't. coming up on that on his program. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I Pat thought it was... unleashed the leakages special hmm. very soon. Hmm. Multiple trillions of dollars hmm. spent on hmm. that budget hmm. already. You know, I do know this, that Meryl Streep's dressing room for that mm-hmm. is your dressing room. That's Is it really? the one that Meryl Streep had. Oh, just caught on I fire. Just, I, just, Darn it. I just want you to know that. It might not write this yeah. second, but soon it will be catching on fire. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, own or manage a business, your time is one of the most valuable assets you can possess. Finding the right person to hire for various positions, uh, I mean, is brutal. It is really, really brutal. You, you have to get some good candidates. You have to spend out time weeding out all the bad ones. To find the good ones after you've actually found them online, this is where ZipRecruiter comes in. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply for your posting. And the result is you get quality candidates fast. When you post your job on ZipRecruiter, 
you're going to be impressed on how quickly you have a great supply of candidates. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. So see why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. It's the smartest way to hire. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Listening to Glenn Beck. I remember in 1977, something really big with space happened, and it captured the world's imagination. Anybody remember what happened with space 1977? A Star Trek movie was made about it later. The first Star Trek movie, Vigor, was Voyager. Hmm. And the Voyager spacecraft, which had all the information, all the sound and of, of life on Earth, it was sent off in 1977 to leave our solar system and to go out into deep space. NASA announced yesterday it has officially left our solar system. It was launched in 1977. That's how big our solar system is. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. Yeah. They shouldn't have put a Pinto engine in it. It would have gone well, faster. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it should have had the Segway. <laughs> it did change the world, by the way. Yeah. Uh, can we do this ABC thing one more time? This is, again, from Project Veritas. Uh, they have uh, kind of, I don't know, they're in the studio, and it's... Uh, the they're talking off talking air. About, yeah, about op- Epstein. Yeah. Listen right? to this. Listen to this. It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new re- revelations, and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like, every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh, my God. We, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago saying, like, aunt, like, we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. Now, ABC says, well, we didn't air it because we didn't have it all locked down. We have very high journalistic standards, but that doesn't work when you remember how they behaved with Brett Kavanaugh. Can't have it both ways, ABC. I love how she's basically just pissed off that she wasn't the one breaking the story. Not that additional women were abused and God only knows what happened to them. Uh, and I should say, not women, girls. 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 Three years of girls being molested and attacked and all sorts of things. But darn it, I didn't get credit for that story. It's so unfair. <laughs> she really is. That's what she's pissed about in that moment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Kavanaugh thing is a perfect point there. This is the Glenn Beck Program.